Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. And you get your winnings fast. Now winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against all odds so they know I sent you. Angie, do you take Harry to be your awfully, to be your awfully <laughs> husband? I absolutely do. Absolutely. Harry, do you take Angie to be your lawfully wedded wife? I now pronounce you Harry and wife, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, the happy couple. Congratulations, Harry and Angie. Welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday. Yes. Post-wedding Monday, spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. They joined me over the weekend at the beloved event. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother bride, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? What a time, Harry. You got married this week. Are you still married? It's Monday morning. You're still married, right? <laughs> yeah, someone said that. My wife saw you in the lobby yesterday, the day after the rest. She's like, you don't even have your wedding ring on. You're like, yeah, it wow. hurts. <laughs> no, I know. Unbelievable. Wow. What a time we had. Great time. I will say, I mean, I don't know if I have to sum it up. I, I mean, we all saw it on most social media, but Harry actually interrupted his vows, Parley Kid, to give a pick that lost by double digits, of course. But what kind of, <laughs> I mean, people were saying it was like a pro wrestling marriage. It looked like something was going to happen. Uh, something bad was going to happen. Maybe something bad is going to happen, but that was something else, huh? Yeah, that was a baller move by Harry, though. That was that took a lot of guts right there. I, I, I had a lot of respect Great. for Harry for doing that. I really did. Yeah. You might think otherwise, and but uh, yeah, team the whole, player, Darren, team the whole player. theme, right? The whole theme, it, it did have a, a feel of like uh, the intro, you know, the way a wrestling match might begin or something like that. It yeah, I think like was, Uncle uh, Elmer got married and or Hillbilly Jim, yes. and then there was cake yes. thrown. And it had those vibes yes. for sure. But yeah, Angie's in the back as he's giving his picture. <laughs> the, the, the bride, Angie, is like waving. Oh my God! Oh, well, I mean, this is too much it, for me. <laughs> it, it had just started when Harry started walking, you know, walking t uh, down the, uh, what, I guess the aisle. Right. When, uh, he was, you know, it was, he was getting introduced as weighing in at, uh, <laughs> you know, at, uh, that's how it started. So yeah. Our friend Tony dressed as, a, as the Pope <laughs> and, uh, and officiated the event. He was hilarious. I will say there was a tense moment. Now there's a little bit of a debate as to how long this, this sat, but it's so Harry's announced he's coming down the aisle. There's not a big uh, wedding party. My, you know, my my son is the um, best man and she had a maid of honor. Right. And then that was it. Yeah. Um, and then so as soon as Harry's announced, we expect Angie to follow. And I don't know. Uh, Mikey Meatball says it was five minutes. I think it was probably two minutes before we saw Angie, but it was getting a little sketchy for a second. Like it was. Even if it was two minutes, it wasn't like two minutes waiting for an Uber. It was two minutes waiting for the bride. And from yeah. our perspective, Harry, what was going through your mind? Because it did get a little dicey there. <laughs> that was fine. That's that was Sally, fine. I think it was close oh, to mean, five yeah. minutes. And uh, her, mom had to go, to bail. her mom had to go up, uh, up the steps to go retrieve her. So we what did you think was going we on? We definitely Harry? thought something was going on. Nothing. I was just hanging out with Jack. That's it. I know no, you were really hanging didn't. out. Really, you weren't worried. You didn't think, like, oh, this is unusually long for um something. There's nothing <laughs> really going on right no. now. She takes forever really? with everything. So, you know, what's the matter? <laughs> Why change on wedding day? Wow. <laughs> Bri, what'd you think? I mean, I I, I, I was, uh, I, it, I, I really thought like it was going to be strange. I was, yeah, there was a part of me that was like, you know, I, I was obviously happy for Harry getting married, but there was a part of me that was like, oh, please don't come down the stairs. Please don't come down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was thinking the same thing because it's, before it's all over, 
Before it's all over, I want to be at a wedding where the bride doesn't yeah. show up or someone yeah. else. So this I'm is the I've one never, shot we had. Right. This is the I've one never shot. been at a wedding like this that. Is I, want, I kind of, this I is kind of want. Although you, said, you yep. said Scott was really funny, right? Well, so, so Scott, one. so here's what made it worse for me. Like, so we're waiting. Harry's brother, who's like, you know, it's like a an obese, um, you know, half wit, but whatever. <laughs> that's, that doesn't even tip the tip of the iceberg and explain him. He's there. He's not happy to be there. He's wearing a tuxedo. He's sitting down. He's lounged out. And he's like, Harry, where is she? This is getting ridiculous, Harry. Where is As if he has any fucking place to be. But he's only going to move his fat ass to another table and just sit there miserable anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But Harry, really, look, like you weren't you weren't look, worried at all. Look, it was it, look, getting married was the uh, was the final straw that are considering. I was very happy on Friday night because I managed on Friday night, the little party we had beforehand to give your wife, your sister and your mother all weed gummies. They enjoyed them very oh, well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. My, my mother too. Wow. Oh, right, shoot. Yeah. A couple for your mother. <laughs> all right. Well, then I'm going to out as long as you're going to say that. We're going to talk about Angie's brother here who had a big crush on uh, Brother Brian, every member of the degenerate uh, trifecta here. Well, what's up with that? Yeah. I think he wins. Uh, L uh, Spaghetti gave him LVP. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, uh, he, you know, Saturday morning, he met us for breakfast. Uh -huh. No problems, no issues. Not like he got drunk or whatever the night before. He uh -huh. was fine. And then just everyone made it over to the wedding, over to Ken's house. Uh -huh. And where her brother was, nobody knew. Yeah, he didn't show up. He says he slept wedding. through the um, ceremony. And then when he showed up, no one was even mad. They're like, oh, he's here as if he came from uh, like overseas, like he was fighting in Kuwait. Like uh, <laughs> right. you were just with us a few hours ago. Meanwhile, he was just wearing Angie's veil afterwards uh, the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, we do yeah. have to uh, hit some of these props because there's some up in the air now. And, and in order to grade this as a winner, Harry's got $430. He's going to turn it into a Western Union money order and then send that out to the winner. But we have to grade these props, Parlay Kids. So one of them is the first one was who will tear up during the ceremony? The choices were. Harry, Angie, Parlay Kid, Ken, multiple or none? I think the answer is multiple. Harry, you didn't technically cry, did you, or did you? I think he I did. Think I teared I, up a little. I didn't. I did. At the very end, I did tear up a little bit, a little, uh, um, you know, not getting the words out exactly the way I wanted to. Just uh, tearing up a little bit, but not nothing really. All right, Parlay Kid. Kid, you did not, right? No, I'd say I, I think I did, but it was tears of laughter. Okay. Uh, Jake Bird <laughs> officiating the uh, ceremony was right. uh, if we could, could we call him Jake Bird on here? Yes. Um, yeah. Was hysterical. So um, I think it was right. more tears of laughter, to be honest. Right. He was if, very if funny. Ken said the same thing. He's like, listen, if it's tearing up, look at me right now. He took his sunglasses up. So there's at least three, maybe four with tears crying. Uh, sadness is that not, that's not a thing or, or so it was tearing up from laughing. We're going to give multiple is the answer there. Yeah, Does Harry fair. mention gambling in his vows? That's a yes. No question. He gave a pick during it. Good job. Ball and move length of Sal's son. Jack's best man speech. I th thought he did a good job. It was two twenty nine and a half. I started recording a few seconds in and it hit like two forty nine. So it was definitely yeah. over. I, uh, I was look. By the way, Sal, I was looking for you during this speech. Where were you? I didn't see you. Well, I was freaking. Uh, I was. I was getting uh, blasted by your friend Boggy downstairs about all his um, travel <laughs> during the pandemic. So I had to sprint right. up. So thanks for that. Um, yeah. So believe me, I, I would have liked to have been there for the beginning. Will either the bride or groom be under the influence of marijuana or marijuana products well, at the ceremony? Easy. Yes. <laughs> That's a yes. I don't know if she was. I, I I took a couple gummies, so again. Yeah, yeah, okay, so that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Maybe that's where she was. She was she dropped her gummies and was looking for them. That's why she, uh, she had them. Okay, will Harry move his shirt during the reception? He did not, uh, thankfully. How many people will, take, will it take to lift Harry up in a chair at the reception? Okay, so we weren't. You know, so who will catch Angie's, Angie's garter? No garter tosses the answer. There was no garter. There was no bouquet. We got a picture of um of uh of Mikey Meatball sitting in a, a chair next to a bouquet. That was the closest it got to a bouquet, but there was no <laughs> bouquet thrown. So I was like, hey, we got to get some of these props going. You weren't going to do the chair thing. I know neither of you is Jewish, but we did the Havana Gila. The over, I said it would be under. The over hit over three and a half. Uh, it took a couple of tries, but it was meatballs. It was spaghetti. 
And it was uh, some guy, some random guy who was excited to be in on the action. Then I thought Joel was the fourth. Who was the, we don't know Joel, who the fourth was. I, I, I was the fourth, but I mean, it was more, I, again, I was supporting Michael because I know we were going to need audio engineers this week and God forbid we lost Mikey and Eddie. So yeah, I, right. I, I, was, I was there in, in support. Awesome. You're literally in there support. Yeah. All right. Spaghetti, you were in there. What happened? Was it harder than you thought? No, it, it, I still stand by this, that if you, we, if me and Mike grabbed Harry around the thighs, we could both lift him up. Uh, we were afraid of the chair breaking and like stabbing us <laughs> with the wood pieces. But I'm watching it right now. So I have both videos on my phone. The first attempt, Sal, where you did the quite like the great bail move. Uh, yeah. We had five guys grabbing Harry and that one didn't work. But then I switched to the front uh, across from meatballs and Joel next to meatballs. And then the random guy in the back. And the mm -hmm. four of us did get Harry up. Well, it was a second attempt. The first, the first attempt did not go well because we realized we leaned him forward, which is not exactly what you do. There's no, there's no handbook on the Havanagila, but the second attempt went much better. We leaned him back. Which is yeah. What we uh, the second yeah. attempt. I'm looking now. Like I have, uh, maybe I have different footage. I see now. Like uh, Angie's brother is right, snuggled up against Mikey Meatball's back. Also trying to lift him. I don't know. It's like a belly to back thing here. I don't know. We'll put it out there. I'm not sure uh, what's happening there. All right. So that's that's that. And then, uh, will there be a Daughtry or Clay Aiken song played at the reception? I don't think so. I, I said there would be both. I don't think either made it. Did I it? don't think either. Right. Nope. I don't think so. Harry, By the way, you danced to a, a, Jeez. your first song was a song from the rock band Firehouse. Was it finally found the love of a life? That wasn't even that one, was it? No, it wasn't. What was it? Uh, what was it called? I live my life for you. <laughs> and this is a hair oh, band good. That was good. from the oh, 90s. Yeah, but great ballad. Who's great that by? Ballad. Who's that by? Firehouse. Firehouse. It's like a hair <laughs> band from 1991. <laughs> one of your favorites. Isn't that a nice song, though, Parlay Kid? It was probably the best song of the night. Yes. Thank you, TPK. <laughs> well, I asked Harry if it was fire. I think he went Firehouse Subs because he thought it was. If, if you said, look up Firehouse, Firehouse, you can't get around Firehouse Subs. You have to look down like a, a thousand uh, uh, search engines. So, uh, I will say one of my favorite parts of the night is that song starts. They're about three chords in. And, and we were upstairs watching from upstairs. <clears throat> and Angie's mother and father walked away from the. They walked upstairs. They, they, they hightailed it out of there. They didn't watch wow. the first dance. He didn't want, like, for so many times she wanted to have a dance with her father. She wanted the daddy-daughter uh, yeah. dance, and he did. He just didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. She finally got him about 11, 1130 at night. Him. She got him. He was like, uh, it was as if plenty he, out of his she, she interrupted a cookout. He was wearing shorts at the time and, like, a, a knit T-shirt yeah. uh, shirt at the time. But yes. I love that they walked upstairs. And then I found out our friend Tony told us, yeah, they had a bell watching the first dance because it was their turn to get drawn by the cartoonist. The <laughs> 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 cartoonist there that drew everyone the same. Oh. All right. Uh, and then, uh, okay, so no garter. Oh, wait, Bobby uh, was bagging on the cartoonist too at the end of the night. <laughs> Terrible. At any point during the wedding, will Harry's father wear a tie? Harry, Unfortunately, Harry's father didn't make it. Uh, I guess we could find out if he wore a tie. It's just during the wedding. Did he wear a tie? Yeah. He didn't have to be there. I don't know. Maybe sure a follow up on that. Um, oh, by the end of the weekend, will Harry's master Ken have threatened to sue the band caterer, cartoonist, acapella, or anyone else paid to render services at the wedding? I said, mm -hmm. yes, I think we have to go. No here. I was texting with Ken about this. His wife was unfortunately in a, a car accident. She's fine the day before. Um, he will be suing the driver of that car. He is, he's made it uh, crystal clear, but I don't think it was in connection to the wedding, although she was on her way to pick up shrimp from Costco. So what do we think about this? <laughs> that's a, that's really tough. That's a tough one. I, I think we have to say no. Yeah, the answer is no there. So no. Yeah. The causation's not, it's, it's, it's not quite there. I mean, I, um, I, I would have su sued the uh, band that showed up. I think, <laughs> they were, but, um, I think that's, I would sue them, but, uh, can he sue, sue Angie's brother for, uh, any number of, uh, assault not showing up? I don't know. I don't Definitely know some type of her sexual harassment. All right. And then he, what did, was he did make Brian dance, though. He, brought, he, got, he, he begged him and begged him to dance. Brian finally <laughs> well, got on the dance. I think it was Boggy more so than the brother. Good Lord. Ugh. What a fiasco. What do we have for, <laughs> what do we have for uh, Scott scratch off lottery tickets? Was it 49? 
You're 49. I still got to go get him in a little bit after the show. I got to go get him. And he wants, he's got tickets of cash. So does that count or you no, still got it's more the to bet? The weekend's over. Okay. All right. 49. So we, I think we have this thing graded. We'll uh, announce tomorrow the winner of the uh, prop quiz. Good job. I, uh, Angie and Harry. Did I miss anything, uh, Babyface, talking about this? I mean, there was a there was a lot of antics. Jim, we we didn't cover Jim. Uh, uh, oh yeah, our friend Jim booked his flight uh, out of Prescott, Arizona, or to return, and it was like a three hundred dollar uh, right. difference. And he said, "Well, there's Harry's gift right there." So because he's an idiot, you don't get a gift, Harry. Sorry. I don't think I did get one from Jim. I'm telling you, you didn't. It was the yeah, yeah. he had to make but a change, and that's it. That's but at eleven thirty at night, he told me he fi- he was on the phone with them for an hour and a half during the wedding, and he got him to change it. He's very mysterious, brother Bry. He really is. He's in and out. You see him for three minutes. You don't see. <laughs> he won. He won race. To, he won. He easily won race to ten for to ten drinks first, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the thing, the funny thing with Jim is like you could be talking to him. He could be right there, and then you look over, and he van- He's gone. Yeah, 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 vanished. Gone. Right. You know, you know, Sal. Right. The one thing you didn't. You didn't um, Cigarette the one, break. The one thing you didn't mention yet was um, Harry never consummated the marriage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Angie <laughs> announced everybody at breakfast the next day. Yes, so, no, he, he tried, but he really, he didn't, it wasn't happening. <laughs> what does that mean, Harry? Harry, yeah, Harry is not even aware that she said that, I think, but she did say I'm that. not, no, no. She, she did didn't. say that. That oh, should well. have been on the damn prop list. How did we not have that? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> she said Harry was flipping the channels and kept falling asleep, nodding off, flipping the channels. Oh, uh, what a romance! Wasn't the Uber driver? <laughs> I was still, I was still ready. I was, was still it, ready. Joe, wasn't the Uber driver feeling up Eddie Spaghetti too? Like, what, what was going on there with that? Well, it, it definitely got interesting. And uh, Eddie's girlfriend, lovely, she's awesome, Jada. We love her. Uh, thankfully, was in the car, or, or Eddie might have had a. Uh, well, uh, he might have been <laughs> the big winner of the weekend because a six. Wow, a, he would have gotten married too, a, huh? A sixty-five-year-old Uber driver was very impressed with his deltoids and uh, kept stopping <laughs> short the whole way home to fill his deltoids. Yeah, good for you, spaghetti. And then what does he do? He hits a treadmill the next day to expand that's on amazing. all of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So that's that. Uh, oh, speaking of driving, babyface Joe Solomon. The, uh, that was the morning. <laughs> The wedding, right? We went to lunch at Pony Bianco. Had some oh, great sandwiches. Oh, so uh, good! Oh. I, I got a slow. I, I put the wrong address in. I'll take credit for that. I'll take the blame for that. But Joel, we decided. We figured out he really doesn't know how to drive. First of all, he rented a car for reasons that we had two places to be, and he rented a car. Um, and so, so luckily, we all got in. It was me. It was Parley Kid. It was Mikey Meatballs. Who else? Uh, and, and and me and, me. and Brother no, Brian. Sorry, Brian and Joel. And then we had uh, and so the five of us go over there. It's like a 20 minute drive and about 10 miles on the freeway on the 10. And uh, Joel w- would not drive faster than like 45 miles an hour. It was amazing to see. It really was. And then I realized like, oh, this is why we don't see him at work until Thursday. Like He starts <laughs> off probably at 730 in the morning on Monday, but he just doesn't get to us until. Th- so I, I guess I'm apologizing to you, Joel, for getting on your case uh, all this time. But do you have any words to say in your defense? I mean, did more people pass me than Mal- Malik Willis? Yes, that is true. <laughs> Okay, okay. I I will be honest now. I I will be honest. I didn't want to say it while we were driving. With Darren in the car, first of all, all three Sicolis in the back, very nervous, very nervous. The Parley kid in the back, and Why? I did not. I don't. I didn't want to get God forbid a ticket. I didn't want to get in an accident. I just wanted to be very. I, as a, listen, you know, you likely nervous. get a ticket should, or even more so for driving like 15 miles under the speed limit than just keeping up with traffic. Look, right? You, I, I, you know how much I admire and respect Darren. And I just wanted to be by the book. I had to be by the book. Appreciate really? it. Joe. Cause I felt more in danger with all these cars passing us by than I, I would have if I, you would have done the limit. In Joel's defense, this is what I said about Joel. This is like the second time I've been out to hang out with Joel. I feel yeah. like I've known Joel like a lifetime. Like I really do. Like, he just seems, he's just yeah. like that type of guy. A really lifetime or however guy. long it took for that car ride. I don't know which <laughs> is longer, but yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. All right. So Joel doesn't know how to drive. So we learned that. Um, (laughs) But look, Barlicket is a man of his word. He didn't eat the wedding cake. He told us he would not eat it. That's right. A lot of people uh, on Twitter wanted to know that's that can't happen. He must have eaten the cake. It's a tribute to his mother. And also there was none left. Scott, Harry's brother, just got into all the. I mean, once we found out it was lemon flavored, it didn't have a shot. Um, So there you go. All right. Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll do bed aches. All right, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. This weekend was the first time I could join Fandle, right? Arizona, legal, beautiful. And so I said to myself, all right, I'm going to sign up for it when we land. I'm going to wait till we get to the hotel. Well, we weren't 500 feet off the ground before I found the signal. And it put me in Phoenix and it landed me in Arizona and I could legally sign up. I swear to God, Parley Kid, I had seven bets before we actually landed in Arizona. Now, I don't know if I'm saying something. Maybe I'll get arrested for something like this. I loved it. I loved the app and I was winning. I was winning all weekend. I yep. had the fight uh, Saturday night, right? I had uh, my free bet. What did I do? I did John Moran under 27 and a half points. He had nothing um, that day. It was Saturday. I was winning left and right. And then I put together a nice parlay. I'm like, I'm going to be up like five or $6,000 if this hits. I got Tottenham uh, to win early before we even wake up on Sunday. Nice. What was my other thing? I think I had Cameron Champ top 10. Or something. And then I have the Red Sox plus two and a half runs. They're winning one nothing. They lost to the terrible Orioles the day before. And then they go down 4-1. And there's like a two-hour delay with the Orioles still batting in the sixth. And now all of a sudden it's 9-1. to one And I lose that mm. freaking bet. Thanks for nothing. These damn Red Sox, Paula kid. Your Yankees better beat at least them. To hell well, with you, Red Sox. What a well, day. Yeah. What a weekend it would have been for me. Shame on us for just not rolling with the Yankees all weekend. That's what we should have done. Um, but, you know, we probably had them on some parlays, and I'm in the same boat here, Sal. Um, probably had more money on games this weekend than I've had in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a combination of about four different baseball teams scored five runs combined. Uh, and the games I had uh, a lot of money on. Uh, and then in particular, just on Harry's wedding day, I go with his favorite Major League Baseball player, and Robbie Ray, uh, uh, for the Mariners against the Marlins. Uh, one, well, it's just typical Robbie Ray. You know, like three walks in an inning. It uh, <laughs> doesn't help that the Mariners score one run. Uh, and they were part of one of those groups of teams. I seriously had four big bets in this weekend on Major League Baseball. And those four teams scored a combined five runs. Absolutely Terrible. pathetic. Wow. Absolutely pathetic. And uh, and you never felt like you had a shot. And then you start looking at the lineups and you see lineups of guys all hitting like 130, 170. Mm. And you're like, no wonder. No wonder nobody can hit. Yeah, how do but, we scratch together runs? Yeah, here? just go with the Yankees. Best best record in baseball right now. <laughs> all right, Brother Bry, what do you like? What was your well, I was it, For me, it was, it was uh, baseball. All weekend long. It's funny because as soon as I got there, right, you had put a big bet on the Cardinals minus one and a half. So myself and Parley Kid jumped on that. We didn't even know Arenado was. I, I, I think we all forgot right. he was suspended for that next right. game. So of yeah. course they yep. they get they get shut out right in that game. And then I I end up on Harry's wedding day. I double up right. I, or actually, I, I don't know. I triple up. I have a huge parlay with the Yankees the Mets and the Rockies. And at that point in time, this is when Harry's, Harry's ceremony is going on. Yankees yep. were, Yankees were going to win. Mets were up one, nothing. And the Mets had like bases loaded at that time with one out. Mm. And then, um, and the Rockies were losing two nothing. And then all of a sudden it kind of flips, but I had a lot of money on this. Jesus though. And then the Rockies took a four, two lead. And then fucking out gave up a two run homer to shore. <laughs> but I, I, I've told you that before out is the, Biggest piece of shit in that Mets bullpen. Yeah. And uh, uh, he cost me, he's cost me so big. And then yesterday, I jump on another parlay. I hit five of six and I, I, I lose. Oh, yeah. I, yesterday, I lose another yesterday, bet. Uh, that's, yesterday sucked because yesterday I took all those. Yesterday should have been easy. Easy. I, well, it I know, was, that was the it thing. It was because I came back with the Cardinals who screwed me, the yep. Mariners, the Mets, and the Dodgers. Boom, boom, boom. You guys know I like that. 
Like, but I added Harry's pick, and I guess Harry will get to his pick now for his bedache. I added yeah. his wedding pick to the parlay. That screwed me. Harry, there's no question your betting has to be giving out the Celtics, interrupting your own <laughs> ceremony to give out the Celtics as your best bet. Now, interrupting your own ceremony, to say what you will, half the population has to consider this a despicable act, almost every woman. Uh, and then just to give out a loser, a double-digit loser, just adds to it. That's pretty bad. I mean, that, look, Tony who did the ceremony, <laughs> big Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode. With I don't him. think he would have walked away if you had taken the Bucks. I think he was in it <laughs> in it to win it. Yeah. I look. I just look. I, the Celtics. We had gone over this last week. Well, they're like thirty three and six in the last thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, look. I don't know. I just they just played bad. Tatum was Tatum didn't play. That was definitely his worst game of the playoffs so far. He's averaging almost thirty one points a game against the Bucks. He just didn't get it done uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. That I mean, was did, that was my loser. Did you think like there was extra pressure on you? Like in a way, this is the biggest <laughs> pick you've ever made, right? Well, I think it's got like true. forty thousand views on, on on Twitter. Does it really? Wow. Um. I oh shit. Well, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> but but I will say the night the night before the night before, uh, me and Mikey Meatballs were in the uh, going up to the uh, our rooms and uh, forgot that I had to do a video. So our buddy Don was there. So he was a Detroit fan. So I did give out the night before a plus 250 with a tiger. I know no one saw that, but the one where you were, at, you were like in a tuxedo and like about yeah. to get married and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah I think that's minus 200, minus 200 too. Yeah. Wow. I, I kind of think you have to get married again now. I mean, to redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah. This, this, has, this has to be bad luck, right? I mean, it has to be. <laughs> All right. Let's hear the music again. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bedding. It's a bedding. All right, Bet is brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. PropSwap, best place to turn the hardwood into hard cash. It's the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want to. And many prop, many prop swappers are making thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over. Your team doesn't even have to Lift the trophy. Use promo code ODDS ODDS when you make your first deposit. PropSwap will double it to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Go to PropSwap.com. Download the app today. And now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. This week's prop focuses on Tuesday's Game 2, Bucks celtics What will be the number for Giannis rebounds plus Tatum three-pointers made? Interesting, Harry. What do you think? 16. All right, 16. That's pretty close to uh, what happened in game one. Giannis grabbed 13 boards. Tatum made four three-pointers. So right in there would probably be good. To enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap using the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner gets a $275 Bucks championship ticket. That's the win 275. Pretty good. Courtesy of PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Let's take a look. I do want to talk. We'll talk basketball. We're going to talk hockey real quick. Uh, NFL draft recap uh, ratings were down like 20%, probably oh. because 25% of their uh, fans didn't have their team with a first round pick. If your team doesn't have a first round pick and you don't root for the Georgia Bulldogs, like the draft wasn't for you, right? Uh, we had fun. We watched it all weekend and there were no quarterbacks. Quarterbacks went way late, mm. under three and a half uh, in the first round was a winner. We had to wait till uh, well, we gave it to Damashek. It doesn't seem to budge. Like this picket could be a complete disastrous move. Um, in addition to like, he, 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 they may have really reached for him. They could have gotten him at 52. The next quarterback wasn't until Desmond Ritter. What was that? Num- what number was that? In the 60s somewhere. Uh, crazy how the quarterbacks just didn't go. How did our Cowboys do, Parley Kid? You got to tell me. Somebody had to be like, a, there had to be like a state wrestling champ. That we got in the sixth round or something, right? That is that is true. I think they did get a, a nice. I think the kid, uh, the nose tackle from Arkansas. I think Mikey mm. Meatballs would know a little bit more about that. I, I normally would know, but uh, I think one of my kids might might have been Michael who had said that. So I think that's true. Um, looking at their draft grade, I think uh, it was not a flashy draft for the Cowboys, but I think it was a productive draft. Looking at it. Um, and seeing the draft grades, and I know you can't go by draft grades, uh, but it seems like uh, most people are are very uh, either were high on the Cowboys draft or mm-hmm. somewhere right in the middle. Thought it was, you know, average 
to solid. So I didn't see any like really terrible reviews. So I think they addressed a lot of needs. They got a, they got a uh, a mauler there who can uh, on the line of scrimmage with their first pick, and uh, then they just uh, went down and and made a, they had their checklist, and I think they did a pretty solid job. I would give them a uh, a B for this draft. Solid okay. B. He was uh, some people like put them like almost last. Was you was that you uh, or Peter King? Someone said like the Cowboys were almost like the bottom three teams in the draft. Uh, who cares? I really didn't see too many uh, draft reviews killing the Cowboys at all. Yeah, well, I mean, but the one thing that uh, to peanut, you would think that like was he the most penalized lineman, Tyler? Uh, well, T- yeah, Tyler they Smith? said he's a highly pen- penalized lineman <laughs> that they draft, which great. It's amazing that. Uh, How do you that, go in the first know, round then? How do you really well, go in the first round? Uh, he's he's uh, everyone's huge. Everyone's from what I understand, you know. from what I read about him, like the, these guys that come up with the uh, the the analysts. Uh, the coaches like him more than the analysts, you could say. Like the yeah. coaches just like the kid. It's a tough, tough nosed kid, good kid, uh, a lot of grit, like a, just a really. Uh, so, you know, they can work with him. They just feel like they can work with him. But, uh, right. you know, just get, get ready for some more holding penalties on the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> See, I mean, a part of why the reason the draft was kind of lackluster is, um, like I said, not a lot of quarterbacks taken. 25% of the fan base weren't interested because their team didn't have a first round pick. Brian, yours was one of them. We could always count on the Raiders to screw it up. That was a good, that was always a good laugh. Giants and Jets also didn't screw up their picks as far as we could tell on paper, right? So were you happy though, Brian, with the Raiders the rest of their draft? Well, I mean, the Raiders didn't have a pick till 90, right? <clears throat> Third yeah. round was their first pick. But the funny thing, I, I actually like their first pick, the kid, they, the, the lineman they took from Memphis, because it, it seems like he could probably start for them at guard or definitely gives mm-hmm. them some depth there. But, I, you know, the Raiders had six pick. They, they took two offensive linemen, they took two D tackles, and they took two running backs. Now, right. I know they, you know, I know the whole thing with Jacobs, they didn't pick up their fifth year option. So maybe that made sense for White there. But then in the last round, they picked up another running back. So I, I don't, I don't necessarily get what they're doing there unless mm. they're, I don't know if they plan on releasing him or something, Jake. I, I, right. I, I don't get it. But. Well, the most exciting pick might have been the very last pick, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, who I'm pretty sure our very own Harry, the wedding man, uh, are, are, are uh, amazing. I mean, you picked him to win Heisman, right? At least this year, maybe like the last three years. I picked him to definitely for Heisman at some point. I picked uh, Ohio State. They were my <laughs> pick last year to make it to the uh, <clears throat> to possibly I had him at national championship, definitely right. to win the Big Twelve. Uh, <laughs> the year before, he had a pretty good season, so had a lot of a lot of uh, upside thought going into the season this past season, and he was terrible this season for the most part. And um, he was terrible. What were the odds of that happening? His stats though, were though. terrible from the year before. It's so the, great that he right, got drafted. On Harry's wedding day. I mean, crazy. Maybe face, we got to get him on. We got to get Brock, Brock Purdy. And, he, and, and, and he's from uh, and he's from uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Yeah. 49ers. Yep. Uh, 49ers picked him up. Yeah. I don't know who could be starting for them. Who the hell knows? <laughs> uh, all right. NBA. Let's do it. Sunday recap. Let's get through these quick. Bucks whipped the Celtics, as we know. I mean, Harry picked the, the Celtics, so that was going to happen. Minus 126 now, Parley Kid. That seems a little low, considering, in a way, the Celtics gave it all they got. And Marcus Smart, who the hell knows? If that guy's done, like, I always got a quad. He's got a, a shoulder, a pointer. Like, he's he's in trouble, and I think the Celtics are, too. Minus 126 seems a little bit low. Maybe the Bucks should have been favored to begin. Yeah, well, we, we know that... Uh... I didn't feel that way, but um, right. I thought I thought the loss of Middleton would would hurt. Maybe it still will, but just Giannis. Oh my gosh, he's just maybe. And he didn't even have shooting wise. He didn't have a great game, he, right? I know Nine for he 20, just might four, be twenty five for twenty five. Yeah, he just might be uh, just at the prime of his career right now. I I don't like you know what though. To uh, Brown had a very poor game for the Celtics, so that that doesn't help. Uh, them. He's got a. He's the key, uh, really, to that team. Uh, Tatum got off to a, a very slow start in that game. Uh, obviously, game two is a must win for the Celtics. No question. Uh, and I will have a lot of money really? on the Celtics because do you know what you know what I do? I root uh. for unless it's my own team. I root for the team to lose their first home game, right. and I come back with them big in the second game. 
as well, even though they did cost me on the parlay yesterday, but they are clogging uh, the butt. So first of all, they took 53s, the Celtics. They were 18 for 50. So yeah, and, yeah. So they were 28 for 84. So that means they were 10 for 34 from two. They made 10 two pointers. That's crazy. That can't keep happening. The other game, yep. I will say, uh, that was a fun one. Warriors beat the Grizzlies despite Dr- Draymond Green's yeah. ejection, which is nonsensical. Uh, they're minus 550 now. Pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know, Brian. I think this is close. I, I mean, I think this is over. I think well, it's over. Yeah, in four I mean, or five. Memphis. They know how to close out games. That's a yeah, difference. Yeah, I mean, even Memphis, even. Memphis had to win that game, right? Uh, yeah. They they had to win that game to have a chance in that series. And yeah. then, you know, I, I know you mentioned it on Twitter, and a lot of people did, but the ending of that game was yeah. ridiculous. So the fact that they couldn't review that one play, I thought when they call a jump ball like that, no the, sense. It's automatically reviewed. I mean, I did have the Warriors on the money line too, so it's getting a little pissed yeah, off. Yeah, we've talked about this on yeah, extra points. Like, can you imagine? It's bad enough that when you make a call on the court, it has to be clear and convincing to overturn it. All right. That sucks. But if you don't make a call on the court, one team is definitely going to get screwed because you can't review the tip. Like, how the hell does that make sense? Yeah. It's clearly I, off a of map. I, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe Clay Thompson it. misses another two free throws and it doesn't matter. But um, it's for bad. God's yeah. sakes, that, they have to be able to review that. Harry, oh, you weren't watching. You don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I actually was watching it then. I did see it. Yeah. Okay. One, one <laughs> thing I would say, though. One thing I, I would say. This. Look, I, I just think Bain, um, and, Bain and Brooks had to play better. They were terrible. Yeah, Bain did not have, right. Bain had a bad game yesterday. Yeah. And, but uh, the one thing, you do, do not count this Memphis team out yet. Um, they are still a very young team. We know that. Um, but at the same time, Nobody draws up plays better than that coach coming off timeouts. Uh, when like that last play was another great play. And Morant yeah, got a was. great look. He got a they great look. A good look. I mean, the, the guy what, phenomenal at that stuff. I, and I just think that type of coaching. And I, I think Memphis got a little edge to him. I think they're a little upset that they mm-hmm. lost that game. And I don't think the green thing was, it was a bad ejection should not get ejected for that. But at the same time, um, I don't think that was the make a break thing either way for the Warriors. I don't think that well, was Well, they were make- down like nine, not not right then, but right around then. It kind of did seem like it inspired them. Yeah, it is weird what happens with these teams. So, Paul, I can't yeah. getting about a plus two and a quarter on Celtics Grizz uh, money line for game two. Parlay. Well, so if you want to do that, both teams that's uh, it. need the game. All right, but let's go to tonight. Uh, we'll start with. Heat and 76ers, Heat, seven and a half point favorite, 208 and a half. We'll have graphics with uh, sides, totals, and props. Unbeat, obviously, missing the first two games. They think he's coming back three or four. I'm going Harden over nine and a half assists. I think, uh, you know, what happens a lot of times in these games is when the guy is supposed to pick it up scoring wise, um, yeah. they do so the other way. They dish the ball, right? So yeah. I think, like, Actually, he's been over nine, nine or more in four of the last six games, five straight double digit assists to end the regular season. I like Harden yeah. to get 10 or more minus 118. Uh, Brother Bry, you like Harden under points. Yeah, I like Harden under points here, 25 and a half. I think it's a little too high. You know, obviously with Embiid out of the lineup, it changes things up for Harden, but. You know, he's going to be asked to shoulder a lot of this offense. I, I do think the Heat just do a good job of forcing the ball out of the people's hands. You saw what happened uh, against Trey Young, who really s- struggled there. You, and mm-hmm. Larry's going to be off this game, but they still have plenty of guys who can frustrate him. You know, Harden's only had 22, you know, he's had 22 or less yeah. points in 12 straight games. Uh, plus, you always have the chance in these games. I think in this game one, there's a chance the Heat blow them out. Um, so it's possible that Harden's yeah. minutes are even down in this game. I just think 25 and a half is too much. All right, Paul, kid, you do think the Heat are going to blow them out. I, I do. I think they, uh, you know, I think they cover this uh, seven and a half. I'm not sure what kind of uh, blowout it's going to be. I'm not, I'm not going to predict a 20 plus point win, mm-hmm. um, but I just think, uh, yeah, I think a lot of teams do respond when they're big time players out like Embiid. And um, it wouldn't shock me if the Sixers did that for this game. But I, I just think what we saw from the Heat's defense in that Atlanta series without Embiid here in this first game, I just think they'll stifle hard and they're going to make life difficult. And I, that's why I do like the assist total here by yourself because I think they're going to make him more certainly into a passer um, yeah. more than a scorer. So, uh, and I just think uh, just the Embiid loss here is going to really hurt. The defense will just 
really suffocate the Sixers, uh, and the Heat will uh, win this game. I, I, I could see it going away late here, and uh, by mid, you know, late fourth quarter, the Sixers have emptied their bench. All right, yeah, I have a one hundred eight, one hundred five. Probably the Heat win, but I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna take the points. I, you know, it's weird. Without Embiid, the Sixers have beaten the Heat four to the last six. Yeah, um, and there were there were six and eight without him. They have some decent wins without him. They beat the Nuggets. They beat Memphis. They they beat the yep. Heat. Like I said, without him and Harden, so uh, could be interesting. All right, Harry, what's your prop pick? Uh, Danny Green under nine and a half points at minus one eighteen. Uh, throughout the playoffs so far in this first series, he was eight and a half, but obviously it's Embiid not playing pushes it up to nine and a half, mm-hmm. which could be key because he seems like he only shoots three pointers. Make three of them nine points, it's a winner. Thirty five percent shooting just in the first round from the field. That's it. He went over nine just one time out of three road games against Toronto. In that series, and he went under nine and a half in all three games against the Heat this season. Shoots way less on the road than he does in Philly. So give me under nine and a half, Danny Green tonight in points. All right. Uh, Mavericks at Suns. It's five and a half, 214. I should mention for that series, the Heat are uh, minus 300, plus 240 on the take back for the Sixers. For this one, Suns minus 295, plus 240 for the series. I like the Suns in a shortish series. They they drove me a little nuts uh, against that Pelicans team. Uh, I'm going Bridges over 15 and a half points. Battle Jalen Brunson, Brunson and Bridges. Remember Villanova? They, did they win two Bry together? Two titles? I think they did. Uh, yeah, uh, I think 31 so. Right? In game five, uh, 18. I think so. They just won one together. <laughs> I know. I'm remember. trying to think. I'm trying to think. I, yeah, I 31 think in game five, 18 in game six. Lucas says Bridges and Smart defend him the best in the league. So I don't know if that transfers into points, but uh, he's actually done well. Against uh, mm. Dallas, uh, 55% from the field. So I'm going to go Bridges over 15 and a half, minus 110. Parlay Kid, you're taking the Mavs plus the points. Yeah, I'm going to take the Mavs plus five and a half points here, Sal. The Mavs, uh, a team I've been on, uh, obviously, in the first round against the Jazz. I don't like the fact that I think the Suns have beaten them about nine straight contests here. Yeah, nine and um, oh. Yep. But several of those games were uh, minus Luka. I mean, either way, it does not. Uh, bold well for my prediction here, but I think this is a different Mavs team. I think they're gelling at the right time. Uh, I think they have no offense to uh, Booker. Uh, I think uh, Luke is the best player on the floor here, uh, and he's good enough to a game I think is going to be a little bit uh, trend towards the under, uh, and that's why I'm kind of taking the points. I think this game's going to be kind of tight all the way in a, yeah, low, why in a lower take- scoring game. Why not take all the unders? I, I see it as like yeah. 110, 100 under. Yeah. Uh, Bri, you going under. You had you nailed the under yesterday in the Celtics game. Although yeah. that was crazy. I mean, each team had 10 threes by halftime. I was like starting to get mad, but uh, the under <laughs> went way under. Yeah, it was a little nervous early on, but then you could tell you could tell mm-hmm. really that second half that that was that. Or actually, in the, in the second quarter, you knew that was kind of going under unless overtime hit. Uh, but yeah, I like under 214 and a half here. I gave the under in the Mavs game last week that went way under against the Jazz. You know, the Mavs under Kid just play a really slow, mm. slow mm. game. They limit the possessions against other teams. You know, not and you know, none of the last three games with the Mavs and the Jazz even reached 200 points. I mean, these are those are really low scoring games. The unders are now 54, 33, and one for Dallas so far this season, which is nuts. Uh, Phoenix at home held the Pelicans to under 100 points in two of their three games, and the Pelicans have a better offense than the than the Mavericks do. So I'm pretty confident here. And I, I, I like the, I think out of all the games, I like the under in this one the most. All right, Harry, you going CP three under 16 half his playoff numbers points wise. It's yeah. like eight more points than, than he is uh, in the regular season. You're going under. Yeah. And he was 14 and 14 in the closeout game against the Pelicans. Uh, but I think this is kind of a phony number at 16 and a half and in minus one Oh six. I just think that Dallas, we've mentioned this before on the show, Dallas plays, Excellent defense, loves to slow down the pace. This might be with Booker back to maybe CP3 dishing the ball more than trying to score now that uh, Booker is back in two games at home versus Dallas this season. Chris Paul scored a total of 25 points in those two contests. So I'm going to go under 16 and a half. He's going to be more of a passer tonight than a shooter. All right, there you go. Hey, baseball season, guys. Turn K's into cash. We watch a lot of baseball this week. And Parley, kid, over the moon about the Yankees. But you can turn those K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers could step up to the plate with a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. And with FanDuel, same game parlays, you can turn little bets 
into big payday sign up place your first bet fan will refund you up to a grand back in site credit if you don't win no better place to bet america's pastime than america's number one sports book i'll show you how it works the same game parlay download the fan sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against the odds to get started with your risk-free first bet up to a thousand dollars uh same game parlay i have my arms folded you can see me on the fan site mets to win lindor one or more hits uh, over a half a run in the first inning. There you go. Three for three. That'll get you close to four to one odds. Do that. Same game parlays. I'm taking the Mets over the Braves. We watched the Mets no hitter on my phone during Harry's uh, the rehearsal dinner there. I've seen now two no hitters, and I had to watch them both on my phone. The two uh, no hitters in Met history. I was, it was, it's great to see, but I, I, I likened it to how I rooted for Pete Alonzo winning the home run derby. It's tough with the five pitchers, right? I First of all, there's 159 pitches, the most ever, I think, for a no-hitter. But McGill, Smith, Rodriguez, Lugo, and Diaz, probably kid, I'll remember three of those names by next year and probably just McGill, maybe. Well, uh, look, in Sal, five when years. your franchise throws so little no-hitters, <laughs> uh, <laughs> even, even, with, even with some of the great pitchers, you know, Seaver, Gooden, uh, you know, so many these, close calls. I saw and, Pedro and, Martinez, and, and, not even really a Met. I saw and, uh, right I, and the like. Yeah. You got to hold on to what you have here, Sal. So there you go. Uh, kudos to the Mets. Uh, Thirteen pitchers for throwing a no hitter that game. <laughs> uh, they did a wonderful job. I, you know, I probably should be more excited. I, you know, the, I get the sarcasm, but I, in a way, it really was our first legitimate no hitter because when Johan Santana threw the first one, Beltran, it was a hit. It was, it was a hit. hit. It was ruled it was foul. It was yeah. on the line. It was, it was a double. A so that was the first, even though five pitchers. And McGill wasn't going to get to the finish line anyway. Do you guys think we've seen, Paulie when will we see the last nine inning no-hitter? I'd say the over-under would be 2,000. Hmm. Where are we? 22? I'm going to say 2,025. I'm going to say August uh, 17th. Over-under. Oh boy! The last uh, no hitter by one by a single pitcher. You just think it's trending in such a way that you'll never I mean, even see a complete crazy. game. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I, I mean, it does I'll seem be, like there'll, that. There'll be a workhorse next couple. It, the Verlander, it, t- you know, but sure, it does seem like that. Yeah, what which guy? Uh, it would have to be somebody that's obviously very efficient and is going to throw yeah. about uh, uh, eighty pitches in in that time frame. So it's going to be difficult. Uh, I, yeah. so I I will take the over on that though. All right. Over. All right, listen, Parley Kid has a few minutes left. We got uh we're gonna do hockey. It all starts tonight. Avs are favored to win this whole thing, plus three twenty, Panthers plus five fifty, Flames seven to one, Spaghetti's Rangers are seventeen to one, the Kings holding up the rear at fifty to one. Uh we're gonna go our best bets for series. Brother Bry, you like Spaghetti's Rangers. They bet in the uh Kappa consequences. Reluctantly, Sheck finally stepped up and said, "All right, I'll do it." He, <laughs> he doesn't think his Penguins will advance, but he agreed to oh, to uh, participate. Oh, it was, it was does, quite oh, a fiasco. Oh, really Eddie, was, Eddie must have been all over him for that. Oh, uh, bad babyface was very upset. But uh, anyway, you like uh, Spaghetti's Rangers? Yeah, yes. I like the Rangers. Well, it's funny because we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I think everybody assumed the Rangers were going to be like minus one fifty, maybe even a little bit higher. As it turned mm-hmm. out, the Penguins ended up becoming the favorites. Although the Rangers are now, it's, it's basically a pick them at this point at minus 115. Yeah. Uh, but I really like them here. You know, they dominated the last three games of the season against them, outscoring them 11 to 3. The Rangers have one of the best goalies in the NHL. The Pittsburgh goalie, uh, Jari's out for at least the first couple of games here. So they go to a backup who's an older backup who doesn't necessarily have a lot of experience. I mm-hmm. think this just reminds me of the last couple of seasons, right? The Penguins have been eliminated in three straight opening rounds. They're three and eleven in those type of games, so mm-hmm. this isn't your same Penguins from four, five, six years ago. So I think that just the Rangers are the better team. They're better defensively, yeah. and I think that's going to carry them here. So I, I really like it at, at basically a pick'em. All right, Parley Kid Panthers minus one and a half, and still a big number. Yeah, I, this rightfully so here. Panthers minus one and a half for the series at minus one seventy. Panthers are the best team in hockey this year. They're playing a struggling a Capitals team. Who will get Ovechkin back, it, appear, it appears, for the playoffs uh, here. But um, the Panthers just been too good all year. They seem like a team on a mission. Uh, and I think um, I was almost thinking about taking the uh, minus two and a half. I'll play mm. it safe. 
Take the minus one and a half and minus 170. All right. There you go. Harry, uh, Kings. Wow. Over the Oilers. Yeah. I'm going to take plus one and a half games at minus 112. Played four games against each other this year. Edmonton had 13 goals. LA 12. Very close. I'm going to go with a uh, veteran goalie, Jonathan Quick, to keep the series close. Um, he's six and zero in his last six starts. He was he had a two point five nine goals against average this season, but two point two nine against Edmonton and Edmonton last year. You guys remember they were like a two thirty favorite against Winnipeg in the first round. Not only did they not win that series, they got swept in that series. And Edmonton is here's here you go, Sal. Here's a nice stat from years go back. Two and eleven, two and eleven. The Oilers in the last thirteen straight up postseason games. Yeah, it's well, but there were no fans though, right? In Canada that that year, I, I guess it's it's all the same. Uh, I'm ta- I'm going against a Canadian team here. I'm going Lightning even over the Leafs. Uh, Tampa much more evenly balanced than their like their home road splits twenty seven and fourteen at home twenty four and seventeen on the road. Vasilevsky is just so much better than Jack Campbell, Bry, right? Yeah. I mean, he was dead last, Campbell, uh, as far as goalies going, 2020. I've been screaming about this all year. I said, it's going to come down to Vasilevsky and Jack Campbell, and then what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> they beat him 8-1 to one like 10 days ago. I know there was no Austin Matthews, but uh, still got Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman. Like I said, the goaltending advantage. Uh, I'm going with the Lightning even over the Leafs. All right. I think we covered it all. Do that all on FanDuel.com slash against all odds. Uh, Race to 10 tomorrow, guys. We're going to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. uh, Which game? What do you think, Paul? Kid, you know you want to go Memphis over the Warriors. I think we go Warriors uh, T-Wolves, right? At the uh, T-Wolves. I mean, (laughs) the Warriors Grizzlies. My my Grizzlies. My Grizzlies, which. I'm going to have a lot of money on. And I think it's Harry's turn to pick here. So, Well, I think Brian holds keeps the baton, doesn't he? Oh, wait. Yeah, oh, yeah. he won. Yeah, he yeah, won. Yeah. Yes, he keeps the baton. Yes. Yeah, so what yeah, time I is think, that game? What, I think what, it's what time's the game. Is it 9.30? Oh, you can't oh, do it. Here we go. Eastern? 9.30 no, Eastern? I'm going to be hosting with uh, uh, yeah. Megan Morant on um, oh, Megan right, Godley. Right, right. On, uh, you are. Yeah, you're going on Megan Fun of Sports. Megan Fun of Sports. Uh, what time is that? We're doing that. She said five o'clock Pacific. All right, we'll figure it out. Maybe you'll both jump on. Yeah, so this we'll is six thirty. This is yeah, six thirty. Yeah, six thirty. You got time. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Right, you can see yeah. Harry making yeah. fun of sports. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have the winner. We'll announce. We'll grade this uh, Angie Harry wedding prop quiz. Get the results. I think. Who do we have? We have uh, Robert Ori later in the week. Uh, is that right, nice. Babyface? Yeah, of course. Uh, big NBA champion Robert Ory, and uh, yeah. maybe some surprises. Hopefully for Harry, we you know, I still have to get him a gift. So we're uh, I'll try to. What's the best <laughs> gift you got, Harry? If I'm forgetting that money aside, what's the best gift you got? Money aside. Yeah. What'd your brother get you? One hundred and thirteen dollars. Is that what he gave you? Yeah. 113. 113. <laughs> Why? I'm not he said that's what he had. That's what he had. All right. There yeah. you go. That'll do it for another episode. I mean, he did. He was going to give you a gift card to Wingstop, but I said I put a stop to that. Yeah. Another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Babyface, Joel Salmon, and the Jenner Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na 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 na